Welcome to the NRL.com season preview podcast. My name is Chris Kennedy. Today we're talking the Penrith Panthers uh, 2021 season with ABC radio caller, the greatest caller in the land, Andrew Moore. Thank you for being here. Hey, Chris, how are you going? Very well, thank you. Um, now, listen, Penrith Panthers, they were pretty good last year, bouncing into uh, minor premiers after missing the finals last year. You watch uh, plenty of footy. Was that something, I mean, probably their young talent is one of the big talking points. Was that something that caught us all by surprise and are you expecting them to be able to keep it up in, in 2021? I think initially it caught us by surprise, but then you realise when they went through that long unbeaten stretch that, this is a team that had many different ways to win games. Um, and the fact that for so many months on end, they didn't concede a try on the opening 20 minutes of games meant the defence was sound. Uh, in games that got a bit loose, they were capable of scoring tries almost at will. Um, they, they just seemed to get there on the back of many different ways of playing footy. They were really able to, to chop and change depending on how a game was going on the field, which is pretty rare. And they did that, I think, as, as good, if not better than anyone else. Unfortunately, came unstuck in the first 50 minutes of the grand final. But it was, it was yes, the youth, players like Steve Crichton emerging, that, that left edge with particularly Crichton and Viliama Kikau providing great target for Nathan Cleary. Cleary, I think everyone agrees, had his best season. Yeah. Um, some say I'm lucky not to win the Dally M. He was our ABC Player of the Year and he was so consistent but they just have some threats all around the park. And it doesn't seem to matter with the emergence of guys like Liam Martin on the right edge. Isaiah Yeo's emergence as a, a really solid, consistent first grader, um, a good front row rotation and a great leader last year in Tarmow, who I do think they'll miss this year. But I can't see a reason why they're not going to be an exceptional club again in 2021. Yes, some, uh, some good points there. There's probably, I can make reasons why they should be better this year and also why they might not be as good this year. One reason why they might not be as good, and you've just touched on it, is the departure of some experience. Uh, James Tamo, just a, a wonderful club, and we've seen it at the Cowboys, at the Panthers, and I'm sure we'll see it this year at the Tigers. They've lost their skipper, Isaiah and Nathan Cleary take on uh, co-captaincy roles. They've also lost Josh Mansour from the back. That's a lot of games of experience and a lot of early set punch out the door and some other sort of experienced players who maybe not quite as central in Tedavano and Dean Fade. Um, do you think that's going to bring them back to the pack a little bit? It could, yeah. Uh, they've still got some experience there in Karoyasau and Isaiah Yo, and you go down their list, it's still pretty handy. James Fisher-Harris is yeah. now one of the best front rowers in the competition. He plays big minutes. Um, so I, I think the leadership can come in ways other than just who's got the C by their name. But again, it will be if these young guys can keep improving. Jerome Luai was mm. sensational last year. Um, the word foil gets overused, but he was such a perfect uh, counterbalance to Nathan Cleary's steady leads the race. Luai, unpredictable, uh, really gets the defence guessing. Um, I think he'll continue to be outstanding. And even though Josh Mansour's gone, it's a bit X factor for me because it's not just that he had his best year in a number of years in 2020, but having him around the place, he's such a positive person. Uh, he led Penrith. He was, he was their culture. Uh, leading into the success of last year. So I do think they'll miss him, James Tarmow. But I do think they've got the depth and the talent to overcome it. I mean, you look at Kurt Capewell, who missed a lot of the early part of the season last year, emerged as a State of Origin star uh, come yeah. November in 2020. And I, I think he'll take more of a leadership role as well in his second year at the club. Um, you know, kick out Martin in the back row. There's a lot to like, and their backs mm. remain very, very exciting with Toho and Crichton especially. 
a lot of guys who either had debut seasons or breakout seasons last year, you touched on Crichton, you touched on Luai, you know, Liam Martin. Um, are we, is it a thing to have second year syndrome? Is it something we should be worried about for the Penrith Panthers? Can all these guys, you know, Jerome Luai, 23 try assists through the season, Stephen Crichton was about 16 tries. So that can these guys sort of maintain that level in their, their second proper full year? I think so. You think of someone like Jerome Luai and he's had dibs and dabs in first grade prior to being the established 5'8 partner last year for Cleary. So I don't expect that from him. I think I think he's emerged as the type of footballer he's going to continue to be. Uh, Stephen Crichton will be an interesting case because he was so impressive um, in the centres. I remember watching him in a couple of preseason games where he was getting a run at fullback and mm. looked amazing there. But he is a centre up. I'd be stunned if he's still not very good on the left edge. When you consider he's got kick out uh, on his inside or outside, depending on what they're doing and the way Cleary and Luai target him, I think it's still going to be made for him to be really, really good. Another player we haven't mentioned, Chris, is Dylan Edwards at fullback, who had gone through a rough mm. year or two with injuries and form and confidence. And last year he found his mojo again and reminded us of what a really talented fullback he is. So I wouldn't be as worried about that at Penrith. Uh, Liam Martin's another one. Um, maybe, but he was so good last year. He, he emerged as one of the, the their best players throughout the season, running in that that right edge in the second row and, and occasionally moving back towards the centre of the ground. But I expect him to get better um, with a year yeah. of confidence under his belt. So many of their players, and not just the young ones, had their best year or close to it in, in first grade. And one you touched on earlier was Isaiah Yo. I was he's probably not the most fashionable sort of eye catching player in the NRL, but he was just absolutely wonderful from from start to finish last year a real breakout season at lock the the linking role that he played in just helping his halves distribute the ball out wide and, and taking the right option through the middle and, and just soaking up a lot of work I thought was, was really integral to what they did he seemed to thrive where his role basically was as a middle forward um, we've seen mm. him in the centers and we've seen him as a wide running back rower but having that established time in the middle of the pack I think really allowed him to shine through uh, along with those other aspects. And I'd probably say about Isaiah, yeah, you don't want 13 of him, of that type <laughs> yeah. of player on the field. But but having one or, or two is a great asset. And I think he's going to be a natural fit in a leadership role with the club. I think he probably developed that last year, even if he didn't have the C by his name. Uh, but I think with him, Cleary is the on-field leader. Penrith's in good hands. I, I can't convince myself that they're not going to be really good again. I just mm. can't. What about the coach? Because we've seen um, Ivan, um, he's been around for a long time now, he's been at the Warriors, Panthers, was moved on from there to the Tigers and then back to the Panthers. And throughout it all, he hasn't, his win rate hasn't been spectacular and his teams have tended to be dour sort of defensive teams more than, than breakout attacking teams. But certainly with the, the young sort of firepower he's had at his disposal, he's let them play footy and it's, it's worked for them. Yeah, I think it's fair to say there were plenty of question marks about Ivan Cleary um, as a successful first-grade coach coming to this tenure at Penrith and big money because they wanted to keep his son there as well. And I don't know how much credit you can give assistant coaches Trent Barrett and Cameron Sorrello, for example, last year. Um, I'm sure Barrett had a big role to play in their improved attack, um, but it all comes down to the auspices of the, of the first-grade coach. So you would like to think if he's got the good ability in that area, it's something he can he can grow upon in, in 2021. Um, and they've lost Trent Barrett, obviously, to the Bulldogs. But again, with the talent he's got available, and, and they've got depth too, and they've got good young depth. I mean, players like Moses Liotta, I thought, had their best year coming off the bench yep. last year. Spencer Lenu, who they've just managed to re-sign despite tremendous interest from the Melbourne Storm. 
he had huge impact coming off the bench for another young player. So they really do have depth and players like Mitch Kenny and so on. Matt Burton, who's been the, the subject of a tug of war in Penrith, I think rightly are holding on to him for, for 2021. I have a clear, we really have to stuff this up for it not to be a good year. I, I yeah. can't imagine he'll, he'll do that because he's got so much talent. Yeah, the depth's a good point. Spencer Lenu, who is it's a player who's threatened to be a really good middle forward for a long time. And we started to see it last year, but I think with Tamo gone, he's going to sort of get some more opportunities and really start to flourish. A few roster tweaks they've let. We talked about some of the experienced guys that have gone. Jack Hetherington, the, the firebrand, they weren't really using last year. He's gone to the, the Bulldogs. They've picked up um, Paul Momorowski, who, who's been through the Tigers and, and Storm systems and, and the Roosters as well. He's come in as a, a centre where they had a bit of an issue. Tyrone May was being plugged there, Brent Naden in and out. So, so he could be a, an answer for them in the centres, Paul Momorowski, and also uh, Matt Eisenhuth, another piece of tall timber to replace Tamo in the middle. So that they've got, they've yeah. seemed to have recruited pretty well given who they lost. They've got bodies, haven't they? Yeah. And Brent Naden is a fascinating one. I, mm. We're all a bit stunned, I think, how he was treated in the final series last year. I think now with the emergence of the cocaine test and we kind of get why he was being left out of those last couple of games, at least from the starting lineup. So how he responds with the first four weeks playing in the in the New South Wales Cup will be fascinating because he's got unbridled talent and he's a great complement to the left side that we discussed earlier, playing at that right centre or on the wing uh, for Penrith. He's a try scorer um, and he's full of enthusiasm. So he's a player they need. And Paul Momorowski, what will his role be? And the benefit of having a season under Craig Bellamy, who just makes everyone better. Does he yeah. bring that and we see a substantial upgrade in, in his career after being at three clubs so far. So that's a lot of depth, Chris. It's Not many clubs have that. Huge depth, many, many options. And it sort of puts them in a position where, I mean, obviously they don't want a, a long-term injury to a, a Nathan Cleary or an Appy Coruscant, but if they do get injuries, they've got plenty of options more so than, than most other clubs. Then you get a Matt Burton shoved into the half somewhere, perhaps with Jerome Luai. And they've still got young talent that we won't be mentioning here today coming through the ranks that they're really excited about. So mm. I, I, I can't believe that this is not a club set up for continued success over the next five to 10 years um, mm. with their, with their setup. I think they're legitimate premiership contenders again. Mm. Well, we've, we've talked everything Penrith Panthers. You, you've said you're bullish on them. Let's finish up with a, a hard and fast prediction. Where do you see them landing on the ladder and, and what are their prospects for 2021? Um, I, th I think they're a top two team. And if I didn't think that before this chat, Chris, I think I'd be <laughs> into it. So yeah, I think they're a top two team. It wouldn't shock me at all if they're there in the grand final. I think they are one of a few teams that can win the, the competition, but first or second for mine after after 25 rounds. That's a look at the Penrith Panthers. Andrew Moore, thanks for joining us. Cheers, Chris.